core is in the messaging. And people in advertising normally get this right is when they have a good sense and they understand the brand. They're able to create communication that speaks to the audience or speaks to the, the tribe. So if you don't understand mm. your tribe, you don't understand your audience, your visual design is useless. Hey guys, welcome to the Like Minds Instagram live series broadcast where we talk and chat to various entrepreneurs and find out how they're managing their businesses and brands through this pandemic. So first up, we speak to CEO and founder Dennis Rose of Pixel Tone New Media. He is a brand strategist, designer, motion graphic designer, videographer, and so much more. We speak to him on the topic of how to disaster-proof your brand. Enjoy. Dennis. Yeah, man. Are you good? I'm good, man. Finally made it. Yeah, finally, finally, finally. Yeah, After yeah, all of that. Shake, before we shake hands, make sure you have your sanitizer. <laughs> The hand cream, it's all I got. There we go, there we go, there we go. Now we're ready, now we're ready. Okay, cool. I mean, let's just do a little intro on the talk first, right? Yeah. And I think that's important. So, I mean, um, what people should know about us or me in particular is I run an experienced design agency, also known as a full service brand agency. And two years ago, we founded a platform called Like Minds to help people better understand the business um, side of things, to get more practical with their creative businesses. And now we just deal with small businesses in general, right? And because we can't have our live events anymore due to the, the situation at hand, we now have to resort to um, different methods, which I'm pretty excited about, which is the Instagram live stories. And of course, I've had to invite um, five, uh, four other additional um, entrepreneurs such as yourself to have these important conversations. Today, we speak on branding and our guest of today will be Dennis Rose. He will also walk us through what he's been able to do as far as the pandemic and managing branding and just giving advice overall. He's done some incredible stuff as um, in regard to his space, branding and just media production in general allow him to introduce himself and pretty much explain what he's about. So Dennis, take it away before we continue the conversation. Okay, cool. All right, thanks, Matthew. Um, cool. Thanks for the introduction. So uh, as Matthew said, I'm, my name is Dennis Rawls. Um, I've, uh, well, I currently practice as a uh, full-stack brand developer, and that's how I position myself. Um, I'm a founder of uh, Pixel Tone New Media, which is a brand enhancement agency. And obviously we lead with brand strategy and then we offer uh, these auxiliary services like design, motion, uh, digital and designing actual spaces um, as an addition. These are standalone services too, but uh, the way we see they support uh, from brand strategy moving down. They're just part of that brand strategy vertical. So that's who I am and that's what I do, yeah. And I run the, the organization with my wife, Shazia. Yeah. Okay, you should yeah, yeah. put it on yeah, the chat. Shout out, shout out to wife. <laughs> <Shout> out. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. cool. So let's, I think we can dive into the conversation now. Um, I have a few points that I've labeled for us to speak to. And I mean, the first one is like as a, as a business that, I mean, I think the question is, do you also practice in a physical space? Like, 
can your practice survive without being in a physical space, like without an office? How are you able to operate right now? Okay, so luckily we have a home-based office. Uh, okay. But I think, I think because we focus so much on consulting now, it is much easier to work anywhere in the world at pretty much any time. So if we need to work with um, an international client within a totally different time zone, we're able to do so with the adjustments that need to be made, you know? So mm. uh, luckily enough, we're not a brick and mortar type organization, uh, which is, mm -hmm. uh, a, a, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time, but because a lot of the work that we do is consulting, and it's mind-based work. Um, we were able to operate in almost any um, global climate. Okay, I think, okay. Another question is, how has it changed the way you do things? Because, I mean, having to do some of the consulting work that you do, like strategy and, and, and production, you have to kind of, like, have that one-on-one -on -one interaction with your, your clients. How are you able to, to do that now? Because some of your clients may not be well-versed with the technological era that we're in. Like, they're not good with, like, things like Zoom and, and so forth. How are you able to still communicate the brief? How can you so, still have that? Uh, so, ideally, it's always best to have a client walk in. Um, yeah. To uh, a client walk in, meaning that you can go to a client's office if they have one. Uh, and then you can run the session there. I found that that's, that they are more comfortable in a space they're familiar in when you're running the session, because the work that we do it, it feels like you're interrogating their business. You understand? So a lot of people feel shielded. So uh, if a client has an office, we can operate. However, because we we in a suburb uh, like we in a suburb, right? Um, I, I don't like clients driving out too far. So if you have a client in Pretoria, you want to meet them halfway, and then uh, you look at uh, the shared spaces and you book um, um, a boardroom for your session. Because normally these sessions will last half a day. So it's safe to book a four-hour session uh, at um, at a, a shared space uh, whether it's a Regis, um, it's work, uh, work, workspace, all these different shared space. Uh, we, uh, we work, all those type of things. You can just book a boardroom there. And that's what we've done in certain cases. Uh, one thing I do avoid is the restaurant meet for an actual session. So I, I would never do an actual session, a presentation at the restaurant. It's the worst thing ever. However, an initial meet, we can always meet at the restaurant. Okay, so, yeah. cool. Now, I mean, okay, let's get to the, the, the bottom of the topic, which is um, someone just asking how... What is the topic of the, I mean, what is the conversation that we're speaking on? And we're, it, we're trying to talk about how to disaster proof your brand. So how do you yeah. do that? Like, how do you act as a flexible brand in these times? I mean, we'll go deeper into talking about um, brands such as, your, I think it's Woolworths, ShopRite, and um, a few yeah. other uh, retailers. Exactly. So they've gone into something to kind of support um, the, the, the pandemic that's, happening now to show their social consciousness and that's how their brand has kind of reacted um in, in in this time so they're remaining flexible they're not losing any brand value but they're still able to you know operate in in, in the way they they are able to so like from your side how are you able to do that as a small business just as a small business how are you how do you 
you know, get to a point where your brand is flexible. Okay, same thing, Matthew. Um, is Matthew still there? I'm seeing a ring there. I don't know if it's my internet. Uh, Matthew, you back? Oh, you back? You back? No, you're I'm back. here. Okay. I think so. All right. No, that was a small uh, loading circle. But anyway, so I, I think the important thing is with having a, a small brand already flexibility should be part of your ethos your day-to-day -day operation it should be part of your value system right uh, yeah. because the, the the idea of being a small business is one that is agile if you're not agile as a small business you're gonna die because speed is everything as a small business so mm. acting to any type of situation your agility is going to be core to how you deal with things. So, and then secondly, you understand the purpose of building an actual brand instead of just having a company, right? Yeah. When you have a brand, you have an audience or core customer base, right? Yeah. And for you to continue rendering services or sell a product to those people, what's going to be important is trust. Yeah. So whatever you've been selling them, if you're selling quality, say quality garments, they will yeah. always trust that you would deliver quality garments. And once the trust is built, it's there. All you have to do is maintain it, right? So whatever you do now, you have to make the shift that will allow you to instill the trust in your audience. Because remember, the only time you are not just a business, you're also a brand, is when people have built that trust. So you work on that trust. They trust everything you're going to do. One, you inform them that, okay, here's a pandemic, there's a pandemic uh, ahead. We're going through a lockdown uh, uh, a period. Our services will be disturbed. However, these are the precautions that we put in. I think that's almost logical, but because they trust you, they will allow you to do that. You don't have to worry if they would like what you're doing or not, they will trust you regardless, you know? So if you have orders waiting, you have to take precautions. So I'll we'll just go back to the garments for instance, right? Because I have a friend yeah. who's in the garment space. He has, a, he has a, a, a shop in Pretoria and he has another shop in Cape Town, um, but he distributes throughout the country. So for someone like yeah. that, all he has to do is ensure that he has, he has all the information from the delivery uh, company that he uses. He yeah. ensures that it disinfects everything that leaves the shop. So he ensures his customer base to say, guys, I will, we will make sure that all packages will be disinfected before they leave. Because now you show that responsibility and you continue instilling that trust. But it's all about agility. So that agility to get information, to see how your business will be disturbed. And the same thing as services also. If you run a service, you want to let them know if there's anything yeah. pending that look, are you open? Because now in the service business, we have to do it one by one, right? So one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I have to email you or send an email out to everyone. We will contact everyone and have a conversation. If I have five consultations that I need to do, this I have two options. One, I go to, uh, I, I do the phone call. I call you, hi, Matthew. Um, I know you're supposed to do a session in three days but the lockdown has affected that, all right? So we have two options. 
we can postpone the session until after the lockdown. Or if you don't mind, we can do a Zoom session or a Skype session and continue the same thing. These are the disadvantages. This is what I'd prefer. So you have to recommend certain things. For the type of business you have, Matthew, I would prefer that we postpone and we do a live session. Yeah. It needs to be yeah, tech time live session. because you and I have to be in the same room. But if I'm doing a, a follow-up session, I can always do a follow-up session the way we're doing this conversation. I get them on a WhatsApp yeah. call or whatever, and I'm like, hey, look here. Initially, we do follow-up sessions live so I can do a presentation. However, if you have internet connection, we can do the follow-up session. But if your internet is problematic, I would prefer that we postpone it because it will hinder the effect of the uh, of the presentation and and uh, the service that we're trying to render. So that's the flexibility. But they will trust you, whatever you recommend and whatever precautions that you put. As long as you communicate with them and you maintain that trust, they'll always trust you. Okay, that's a good thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of good insight. Yeah, I've just seen a few people join. Thanks for joining our conversation, guys. Anyway, um, yeah, proceeding so, yeah. forward. Shout out, I just saw my mother-in-law <laughs> join also. Oh, <laughs> shout out, mom-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. Um, so, I mean, Lindsay, Lindsay joined also. I saw him. I, I saw him in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Even the third letter, I saw him. Shout out to everyone. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out. I, I mean, it is an important conversation because, I mean, we all have brands and we all have these things that we're doing. And this um, pandemic kind of, you know, is the brick, has been like um, a roadblock, sorry to say. it's It's been a roadblock in, in most of our you know, I've run Like Minds for two years now, and we were strictly live events, and that was our community basis. We weren't so strong and digital, right? And now we've had to do an entire 360 and go completely digital. And it's like, it, 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 there are some constraints, but those are the things that we have to be able to do. It's the next step to take. And, you know, it's like giving your community that, um, you know, that reassurance that, look, we will continue st still delivering on the same quality, but this yeah. is where we are now. I mean, let's talk about trust in a business because as far as I'm seeing, branding in a time like this really boils down to trust. So let, let's break down trust. You know, how does this start? Let's talk about relationships. You know, in, in yes. advertising, this would be the accounting director or accounting what do you call them? Uh, accounting director's um, job. But like, let's speak about that relationship, you know what I mean, aspect of a business because that's what will generally, what I'm hearing from you is that this is what will generally take you um, from A to B. You know what I mean? This thing is over, okay. at least so, you will have people. So yeah, let's let's speak on that. Like, let's break down relationships. Uh, cool, man. So a relationship um we know is everything in yeah. every uh, uh, uh in every business transaction all right um because a relationship has a certain amount of layers that need to yeah. uh, be installed for us to have that kind of trust right and then build on top of it right the first one is communication uh and honesty um, it's yeah. very difficult for uh, small businesses, especially uh, black businesses, because I think the, the one mistake that we've done that hindered us is we've found ourselves underpricing, overworking, under-delivering. Mm. Okay. That puts us in a position now where 
we have to be dishonest because we felt that we could deliver in two days, but because we have five other clients that we doing a 30,000 Rand job for, but we're rendering it at a thousand Rand. Mm, it mm, doesn't allow mm, us mm. to really deliver a quality service, right? So yeah. trust comes there. So every time uh, I'm engaged with the clients, uh, uh, let me just give a quick shout out. Uh, I just saw some of my people, Pyro Beats, uh, I saw you log in. Quintessential, uh, <laughs> I also saw you log in. So uh, yeah. let's go back, right? So when the, the trust will be built in the beginning. So I've had ins uh, an instance where a, a client would ask for a um a discount on a service like yeah. brand strategy so we 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 fix we have brackets for brand strategy we're very strong in those brackets because we understand the quality of the service that we need to deliver so when the client requested a, a, a discount we gave them an option to say one we can't give you a discount but know that it will hinder the service i'm about to render if I have mm, okay. to price point. I can no longer guarantee anything. Okay, okay. Is my, is my audio where? No, I can hear you properly. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm not too good. So I'll just put on earphones quickly. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. I've, yeah, I've done the same thing. Okay, cool. Okay, can you hear me? Ah, perfect, perfect. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah. So everyone, if you didn't hear me before, yeah, because I try projecting my voice as, as, as much as possible. So obviously, so I, what I communicated, and that's why I say communication, I communicated that I can't deliver the service for a much lower price. However, it will hinder the quality of the service. I've mm. started building trust and letting them know, being honest from the onset, that you're not going to get the same service at the discount. So they know that from the beginning. So whatever I price them, in their mind, what happens? They start understanding that mm. whatever this guy has given me as a price point, they will deliver the service at the best quality possible. You understand? Yeah, so I, if do. I, I if do. I can, if I continuously give you discounts and I, and I give the picture that you're getting the same service, I'm lying to you. Mm. Okay. So, okay. I mean, so that that's that that I think that's yeah, a, a, I mean, the first point of, of the trust level, communicating that and letting yeah. them know and understand if the transaction is being uh, compromised, the quality of the service will be compromised, the quality of the product will be compromised also, and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and that can compromise your brand in a big way. And I think that's what Dennis is trying to say. I mean, it sounds like a very broad discussion now and, and, and some people may be, get, be getting lost, especially those who just joined. But really what he's talking about is how your brand can lose credibility based on price points, based on, you know, things that are being agreed on in terms of um, the service delivery. So your deliverables, you know what I mean? Yes. And it, it's, it's coming to, you know, an honest conversation with, with your client and saying that, these, this is what I can deliver with this amount of money or this amount of, you know, budget. But anything lower than that, I won't be able to give you what you need. So therefore, I think go to someone else who will be able to deliver just that and, and, and you know what I mean? Do that instead because with me, you won't be getting the full me. 
And I mean, that's that's an important um, conversation that will kind of carry your brand throughout. So this is a big conversation and we're just trying to narrow it down to disaster proofing your brand, like, you know, making you the invincible brand. How do we do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's 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 the, 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 the actual conversation we're trying to drive to. You know, yes. and, and let's uh, let's let's talk about other brands right now. What brand do you yeah. think is doing it very well? Uh, I think you've highlighted the way. Uh, I'll just I'll speak to, to my experience now. I think Clicks is handling the situation quite well. I think the 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 the, the pharmaceutical uh, retail chains, uh, Clicks yeah. and uh, Deskim, uh, they're handling yeah. it quite well. Why? Why? Because one, online shopping has always been around in the, the digital age, ever since websites grew up and uh, had a job, right? So the option has always been there with many of the retail chains. However, people never exercise it, right? So they prefer yeah. walking in and physically touching, going to the dispensary, get the medication, the, the prescription, get the medication and leave. What they've done is they've created a collection system. Yeah. So we know they have everything. We know they're credible businesses. So the collection, the collection system works well because if I buy something and I'm told to wait five or four days, I know because I understand one, we currently um, uh, have a pandemic that we're dealing with. It has a mm -hmm. social distancing aspect. They have ensured, as people in the, in, 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 because they are brand archetype, they care givers, right? They give us medication, medication when we're not well. Yeah. So their brand yeah. archetype allows them to ensure that what, and, and allows us to trust them because they will ensure that whatever they do and whatever steps they take, they will not hinder our health in any way. So mm, they mm, have mm, a, mm. a pickup system. Mm. They have a pickup system. It takes a couple of days because if they have to source it, oh, here's my niece and uh, Gordon Rolls is also on. He just showed yeah, us some, some eyeshadow. So, yeah. so, so they, they'll send SMSs and they have systems in place. And you know, everything about business, a business with a system is a great business. And then a brand, and that business becomes a brand that has people who trust that it will have what they need. It will service their needs. Whatever steps you take, as I've mentioned earlier on, people will yeah. trust your process. So we yeah. trust their process. Oh, I need hand sanitizer. Uh, I'm not well. I need a certain type of medication. It's available. It's an essential. Yeah. I can get it. Like I know I'm getting a package, I think by Wednesday. Uh, uh, Shazia, uh, my wife, she, um, she, she, yeah. she, she made the order because I've, I was feeling a certain way. You know, it has nothing to do with Corona, though. Uh, it's just a condition. And I'm like, oh, I... This is what's happening. And I need to take these steps and I need this medication. She gets on there. She, everything has been tracked. She, she, did it, she processed the order, paid for everything. And we trust, we trust the process. And we know that nothing will happen to the delivery. It's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen to our money. So the transaction is safe. And we've, so we have that trust because they're reputable at the same time. But however, mm. if I did uh, DD's pharmaceutical or DD's pharmacy that's not known and I put these systems in place I have a credibility problem I don't have an audience so that means that I have a brand mm. problem because I don't have people who trust me 
And the, remember, we always know this about brands. The people determine who you are as a brand, right? Your, your brand yeah. is in the hands of well, the audience, right? It so really is. Determine. So if I don't have credibility, I don't have a brand. My brand uh, uh, hasn't been built. I don't have brand credibility at all. I don't have a promise that I can stick to and adhere to and offer my people. So that's where the problems that, that that's the problems that people will face. And that's what I think clicks and the discams are doing right now with the order mm. online and do a pickup um, um, a system that has a full tracking mm. system from the website to an SMS till the time you get your stuff. So I think they're handling the situation well because they're an essential. Yeah. So they made sure they that they as available as possible and they give options. They do. They really do. So, yeah. I mean, that's um, one example of brands actually listening. And I think it's so important to be um, conscious. You know, I mean, if you go back to basic business, there's something called the pestle model. And part of it is knowing what exactly is the political situation of a country or where you operate, the environmental problems. And it's like taking those into consideration when you create your business model right? And yeah. how you operate. So it's like being able to react is such an essential part of business and such an important, yeah. important factor for your brand as well. So, I mean, Definitely. those are um, good examples. Let's talk about a brand that may be slumbering on opportunity, Corona, the beer. I yes. think they could have used this opportunity to capitalize, but instead they're choosing silence as, as, as the safe option, which I mean, it is it is a good option in terms of yeah, yeah. guess what they could try and you know create campaigns and it could go awfully wrong. But like yes. you know, it would be interesting to see them um, actually do something. What is your take on it? Yeah, I think for Corona, it's they have a, such a serious PR reputation problem right now because of the name. Um, yeah. I think they, they definitely could have tried to capitalize on information. Uh, just a quick one. Shout out to Loiso. I can see you. Shout out to Brain Train. I see you too. Uh, thanks for joining, guys. So uh, Brain Train yeah, uh, runs for... an advertising agency. Um, very smart guy. Very intuitive in advertising. Um, has a, won a lot of awards. And Loiso is a, f- a former colleague and uh, ex-schoolmate of mine. Uh, who's oh, a very no. great uh, oh, no. editor. Yeah, he does high-end editing. You probably see his edits every day on Supersports and, yeah. But oh, anyway, dope, dope, get, um, yeah. Yeah, man, getting back getting back um, to Corona. Corona could have, uh, I think, they could have capitalized on information and separating themselves, not really on the name, but separating themselves as much as possible with informative, sincere uh, information with separating them and the virus, but continuously maybe informing people of the virus, but how safe it is to drink their beer at the same time, you know? Exactly. Uh, not being too playful like Nando's because you could fall into a trap where you're mocking corona, the, the corona COVID-19. However, there's a chance for you to show a level of sincerity and let people know that your product is safe continuously and uh, they just needed to push their drive there. Uh, so the silence, I think some consultant came in and told him, just wait for the pandemic to uh, subside and then you could continue with business as usual. Because uh, people have been mocking and making fun and making memes of Corona. But I think that they definitely should have uh, uh, jumped onto 
ensuring that they inform people on how the virus works, but also how safe it is. At the same time, like a joint message, how safe it is to continue yeah. drinking the product because that corona has nothing to do with the truth. But saying that is not enough. Engage the people mm. because these people want to drink your product. They want to go out or all of that. So precautionary information is like, hey, you can enjoy your corona, but not with your friends, you know, because social distancing. Anymore for a while, so yeah. So we understand. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Yes. So, so that's, that's that. I think that where, that's where the gold was sitting for them. Uh, but they're in a different environment, man, you know, and you don't know the pressure that, I think they're a public, publicly trading, tra- traded company. And if they are, yeah, it's so difficult to move when you're giants. You know, giants, it's so difficult to move. So it's, mm, it, mm, it's unfair mm. to also judge them because you don't know what they've been dealing with internally. And then what the brand expression has to deal with on the outside is totally something else, you know? So, yeah. So I think they, 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 they had a very difficult uh, uh, situation in their hands. I don't know how they're going to handle it, but I really think the information bandwagon is the one because everyone's sharing it. But a conjoined one, separating mm, mm, mm. Corona as a beer, you can have fun, but this is how you can have fun during this. During this you know? time. Yes. And this is how you yeah, can avoid I mean, being affected. Yeah. yeah, so. Exactly. Because, I mean, that's that's also another example for disaster proofing your brand, right? It's like, how do you react? And their reaction has been, it's it's been misunderstood because we just take silence as, well, they're not doing anything with it. And that's just what it is. Whoa, did okay, I change my flip. thing? You guys have seen my setup. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the setup yeah, 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 yeah. stage. <laughs> yeah, you, you, saw, you yeah. saw my table, man. It's what it looks like. Just cameras everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, continue. Sorry, man. Anyway, uh, cool. So for me, uh, right now, uh, I'm liking two brands, two very controversial brands. One, <laughs> very controversial, but they, they're doing a lot for society in their own way. And, 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 and Nando's, right? So we've got Nando's and got um, P-Hub, right? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, they yeah. have been doing great because think about like how they've reacted to the environment. P-Hub yeah. has been reacting the best because like think about it from the tree campaign where they're like for every hundred videos you watch, you've got, yeah. you know, you've got what you call, uh, no, for every video you watch, you've got a hundred trees. Yes, yes, yes. And then it's like that has been, you know, perpetuating their brand in very good ways for people who don't even consume that type of media. And yes, for me, that's can a enjoy that can anything. And when Italy had the, 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 what do you call it? the lockdown of the Corona thing, they were like, we're offering free service. I don't know if it's fake news because I didn't follow up, but these are the type of brands you need to, you know, look up to, you know, reverse engineer their models and put them into your own like how can you react every time something happens because yeah. it's clear that we can go from a volcano today to a tsunami tomorrow how do yes. we actually you know create brands that react well and also engage well with people yeah you know so, so yeah this is the conversation so I, continue. I, so i think i, I think the on the topic, right? We're saying disaster yeah. proof, right? Yes. Any great brand, right? Yeah. Can be disaster proof if they've built their platform, their brand platform, right? If it's built correctly, 
right? Yes. And once you understand the type of brand you are, it yeah. doesn't matter um, where it doesn't matter where you um, uh, it doesn't matter where you play in 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 in, in, in the different sectors, right? Um, in, in business. The, the important thing is, oh, here's brain training or something quite interesting. Um, yeah, he speaks of, I think, finish your point first. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll get to, okay. to, to, to brain Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I think a brand that's always ready, that's built correctly from the beginning, a brand that knows itself, right? And that understands itself is able to find gems. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you've seen that message too, right? Yeah, that, I, yeah. that, 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 that brand is able to find gems no matter what the situation is. You always find gems because if the agency who's handling your brand understands who you are as a brand, understands your, your, the, your core brand, right? They will yeah. find mechanisms to enable that you, to, to help you enable to survive the whatever's going through. You know what I'm saying? And that's the yeah. most important thing. Yeah. Because if you know your audience, at the end of the day, it's all about the audience. Because if you, if you know that you're an insensitive brand, you need to work around sensitive issues. And you'll always know how to handle sensitive issues as an insensitive brand. Like Nando's, right? They adjust yeah. as a brand archetype, right? Their brand archetype is a jester. They will make a mark of pretty much anything and they will react to anything, which is great. Yeah, I think but explain they... brand archetype first because like okay. you, you're saying all these big words <laughs> and people are like, what? Brand archetype? Oh, so, so yeah, what is a brand so in, archetype? So in essence, a brand archetype is a character of a brand, right? Yeah. So there's a variety of archetype. There, uh, uh, there's a variety of archetype of the, uh, of my head will be a bit difficult to name them, but uh, each brand fits into an archetype bracket, all right? So there are brands that are like caregivers, which uh, I normally okay. deal with and I've been working with. Um, and those brands um, would be in the health sector and that kind of stuff, right? And then there'll be brands, okay. creative brands, right? Like us, like a creator, right? Um, yes. Um, and then there's brands like a jester, like Nando, so they make fun so of it, people. It, so it there's a variety are, of brand archetypes. Like a brand yes, personality? It's, a, it's definitely Basically. a personality. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. So okay. It's, 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 a pers- it's a personality, but it's the character of the brand. Like, uh, okay. because you, still, you can be a jester, but you could still limit, the, t- you, the within the character, you could limit how much jokes or how much of a jester you are. Uh, if you a dominance type brand, and you're about being the best and being the only one that is the leader and being a leader type brand, there's a way yeah. of doing it. You can be insensitive about it. You could mock your, uh, your uh, competition and so forth, yeah. you know? So, okay. so it's a type. It's, yeah, it's your, it's, as it explains, self, almost self-explanatory, but yeah, it, it's look at your, your um, uh, character and then you look at what's the, the other word that you use? Personality. Sometimes. So you look at the personality <laughs> of the brand. <laughs> yeah. So you look at your 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 personality of, and then your character because within yeah. that the way you you at the end of explaining your character, you then yeah. assign a brand archetype. So 
when you're doing your brand session with your client, you yeah. let them give you all the nuggets that you need to determine the type of brand that they are. So then okay. you can attach that. Yeah. And then that archetype, they fall into the bracket because the an archetype is very binary. It is what it is. But where the variety or the variable is, is in the information that the clients will give you to understand what type of brand. There are yeah. suggested okay. ways of dealing with okay. your audience and also uh, the, the, uh, the way you structure your brand depending on the type of, uh, depending on the archetype you are. Yeah. So we can continue. Okay. Awesome. Um, cool stuff. Um, your... So, so brain Brazil, the thing that you're talking about. So, I, I managed to shorten it in, 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 in my mind. So, he's um, talking about behavioral science being the future of yes. brand, right? Yes. And yes. I mean, that's that, and, and on the psychological level. So, yes, that's something that you get a consultant to do or a strategist, right? The new approach is yes. having definitely, yeah, exactly. So, speak more on that because I mean, you're the guest. Okay. So, <laughs> So I, I get excited when you talk about people know me like Shaza will have yeah. the time roll her eyes when I talk about brands and yeah. people who watch my WhatsApp feed were like, come on, that's <laughs> too much. So yeah. behavioral science, right? Yeah. Lies with your audience. Mm-hmm. You understand? They have the yeah. information. That information that uh, Brain Brazil is talking about it lies with the audience, right? Yeah. So, as a business, right, for you to build a brand, you have to identify a problem. And then you solve it. Then you have a business. And then mm. you call those people. You tell them that you can solve that problem. Then you build a relationship with them. And the relationship is built off of trust, right? Because yeah. our, because uh, uh, as, a, as a brand, your, 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 your job is to solve these problems, right? And find a unique way yeah. of doing it, right? Yeah. Once you understand your audience, that behavioral science then becomes useful because you've ring-fenced who they are. You understand who mm, they are. Mm, you mm, understand mm. how they behave. You know what to look for when you're looking for the information. And that's why it's important. And it's correct. And because of that behavioral science, the way they react, you know how they will speak of your brand and how they will build your brand moving forward and how they establish your brand. Because all we mm. can do is we can establish a, a sense of brand, right? Uh, through our service, our offering and all of that. But the actual yeah. what the brand is, you know. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room, right? So try getting that data. That data is so important. And if you know how to read the data that data becomes extremely important because now you can continuously improve. And you will also know how to survive in pandemics like this. This makes you disaster-proof in a way because you're using that behavioral oh, science. Because okay. yeah, it's yeah. all in your audience. The, everything, anyone who has a business now, they have to realize something. Forget your dream of what you want your company to be. I always tell my clients that it's not about your dream. I don't care about your dream. I care about the problem that you're solving so we can funnel that and laser focus it so we understand who we've created the cell, who we created the solution for. And so we can speak mm. to them directly. And that's the whole point of being laser focused, you know? So that's, mm. I, I, I think that's the, 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 um, the crux around 
the behavioral science. It, it, it's the same thing because there's some people in the music industry here. Music, mm. if you study music in groups of 10 years, the sound changes. The language in the music changes. I can't write a song like how they were writing songs Oops. during the 70s and in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> you understand that? <laughs> I, can, I have yeah, to write yeah, yeah. a song like how people digest information. So if I have hidden messages and I have metaphors in my songs and so forth, I have to write to the current situation of this behavioral science of people that I consume on social media. This is how I do it. That's how they do it and get an understanding. Because if you focus at your audience and you know exactly who your audience are, you'd be able to use all of this, uh, all of these tactics to gather information and use the information. Because uh, places like banks also, I think we're speaking to, um, I just forgot the, 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 the person I'm speaking to, but I remember we're talking about banks, that banks have so much information, but they don't know what to do with it. So that's the problem because they, the, the, the banks themselves, they have to understand themselves as brands, understand who their customer base is and use behavioral science to improve their services. So, okay. I mean, good brands at least should, should understand that. I mean, for the music business, it's, it's, it's been wait, hard wait, for Matthew, artists. Matthew, Matthew. Yeah. Sorry. All yeah. brands. If you have a business, okay. Okay. Yes, if, you, if you have a business, you should yes. strive to make your business a brand. <laughs> Mm. Because if mm. we're all selling tomatoes, at the same corner, it's the exact same tomatoes, at the same corner, for the same price, there is no brand. There's a yeah. basic service. Yeah. However, if I'm a tomato genius, and I have a variety of tomatoes, and every morning, I, when someone's buying a tomato, I ask them, what are you about to cook? And they say, no, I'm making a salad. I say, these are the tomatoes that you need to make this type of salad because these tomatoes have these nutrients and these vitamins and all of that stuff there. Remember, because mm. we're also about verticals, right? Your vertical yeah. is going deep and getting that information, right? So yeah. every business, it's not about your service, it's not about your dream. Every business should try to be a brand and every business should try to be a good brand to be able to survive, Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that's a nugget right there because, you know, a lot of, a lot of us, especially in, in, in the, 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 the group of creative millennials, field. we creative yeah. field, it's like we, we are allergic to feedback, right? Yeah. And so we, you know, as, as artists, how often do you ask, dude, how, how, how you know, do you think this yes. is a good thought? You know, yes. we don't because we're afraid of that feedback because if someone tells us something that we don't want to hear, it kind of destroys that confidence that we're supposed to have. And, and, and in building a good brand and business, you have to really go into those, you know, those depths and find out, like, what do people actually like? And that's great customer service, you know? Yes. What is that name calling them? I've noticed, like, a small thing, like addressing people by name, can change the narrative of your business and your brand. Exactly. You can exactly. Get simply by, you know, being more uh, personal, you know, yes. more personalized Definitely. each and every person. So that's, yes. that's something to, to really, really consider when um, yes. considering how to build your brand. But let's talk about how brand and business are two separate things because we've yes. confused the two. 
keep always say yeah, i'm building yeah. my brand and really yes. you're building your business so okay. let's let's talk about how those are two separate things okay. first let's identify what is a business and let's identify the brand okay i noticed that this b came in with a point saying something like your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room and i mean yes. we can really just find what 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 branding is right while we here yes it's a good time so, even though i did that slide that everybody saw <laughs> and and someone this uh must be hanati yeah. said your yes. brand is what people say about you and you know oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. sorry my bad my bad yeah so obviously you know me I, i always shout out to my people shout out to Tommy P and shout out to my sister Fundi yeah oh that that's from you okay shout out yeah, mercy yeah, i see yeah. you Yeah. yeah. Shout out to everyone, everyone. San Bonano, okay, we love all of you guys. But anyway, back to business. All right. So, uh, um, what what I've done business. what I've done for myself is um Oops. I've started 15 minutes. Uh, is it? Okay. I've started um I've started understanding uh business strategy first, right? That yeah. allows me to get to the core of what a business is. A business is simple. It's a transaction. It's mm. a it, 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 it's an entity that transacts right it has a yeah. key services that it will transact uh and then uh it receives money in return right and that's some yeah. that's a business all right okay anyone can do it as long as you can find a item to sell or a service to provide right yeah the brand the brand is the thing that allows you to differentiate because yeah it's always best to give examples right because people who are not in our field who are not in communication to so understand yeah everybody can open a supermarket but there can only be one shop right checkers and one pick and pay and one woolies why yeah. are we saying that because as a supermarket right woolies food yeah caters for different people pick and pay caters for different people yeah and uh shop right caters for different people and that makes them a brand because they have something identifiable when a person in a lower lsm wants to go uh, wants to do shopping they a brand that they trust will cater to their needs will be shop right because of the low prices and you say and boxer because of the low prices but someone in lsm 10 who drives a ferrari lives in a 10 million rand house is not going to buy um i think i think matthew what we can do is If this thing cuts, can you go back again? Yeah, I'll just if I'll, you want I'll, to continue, I'll re yeah? yeah, we we can, so we if, can. So everyone if if the like... if the connection cuts because Matthew and I talk for four hours sometimes. If the connection cuts, <laughs> could you please uh just go yeah. back to his profile and go back onto the live, all right? So yeah. that, that's what separates him as brand. And I think we'll can... just do yes. sorry to cut you. We'll just do like a Q&A in the next one. Let's let's okay. try and get people's like opinions into things like what are they yes, struggling yes. with like what do they think that about you know the current brand climate and we can we can really have a discussion of that yes cool so remember brands is what the your audience or your, what people say about you that's it and yeah in essence yeah we we understand that we know that woolies if i'm in lsm 10 7 and up woolies is catered to my needs because i like organic food um i, I like um uh free range chicken and i like uh, a ph 10 alkaline water they serve my needs i always go to them 
that makes them the brand that caters. They've been now, they've become a brand because there's a promise that they have. They tell me I'll always have organic food. I'll always have pH, uh, alkaline water and so forth and so forth. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, cool. So, yeah. So I think that's, that's huh. a, it's a good thing to understand. So, I mean, if we all printing t-shirts, we're okay. not a brand. We're not a brand. But if that t-shirt print is meaningful to someone, it then becomes yeah. a brand. Do you understand? So, yeah. yeah. And with you price and all of these other things, yeah. Yeah, and, and another thing, just to add, and I'm glad you, you touched on a different point. Another um, definition to what a brand is, is take, take for instance, um, the essentials that you grew up with. Things like sunlight, right? Yes. Things like your Omo washing powder. Those things have memories attached to them. Exactly. That thing that you feel when you think about Omo and you're like, yeah, that's what a brand is. It's a gut Definitely. feeling. Definitely. That got and that's what yes. differentiates you choosing, um, you know, Mac versus Windows or, you know, Coke versus Pepsi or yes. something else. It's, it's yes. that gut feeling, you know, yes. especially when it comes to legacy brands. I'm not talking about the new and cool, new right? Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. When you build brand royalty, it's all about, you know, fine, positioning gets you in the door. Yes. But what keeps... It's like, what, what were you able to do for your audience? You know, exactly. what, is that, what the are key. the memories you've created in people's, you know, households? Yes, the key. So it's like, yeah. The key, the word you use, that A word, the audience. That's yeah. the key. That's the key to building yes. a brand. That's the yes. key. So yes. if, if you miss that one day, forget about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you're honestly, gonna have a business. They, we're gonna they're yeah. gonna run you down. The new guys are gonna come yeah. in and they're gonna take over. Uh, and there's a reason why. Because that audience, right? Remember, it's tribalism that we're creating, right? Being Zulu is a brand, right? Yeah. When you walk and you say Gumzulu, mean it means something to the Zulu person because it comes with a bouquet mm. of things and a bouquet of understanding where the world sees Zulus as a certain way. Everything whom Zulu mean? Great Britain didn't name themselves Great Britain because they didn't feel they were great. They said they were great and then they made themselves great and they made everyone feel that they're great until they become yeah. great. And that's why when people want opportunities and feel that they would have a better life, they would go to Great Britain, right? For better opportunities. Yeah. And America has branded themselves the same way, you know? So, yeah. yeah. So, branding yeah. goes deep. It's not only on products. Even countries can brand themselves. Like, like Tel Aviv, um, uh, uh, Tel Aviv, um, and I think the, the, the entire Jewish community, um, I keep forgetting, Israel. I mean, there's a country, there's a country that also does um, good branding for themselves. I mean, very close, Botswana. If you go yes, to Botswana, they've got, the colors, they've got the, the, the theme, they've yes. got everything going on for themselves. Like, when you think about <laughs> the Botswana's um, colors, they come to mind yes. very quickly. You know, and Especially it's very simple, you know. So, so I mean, countries, yeah. countries like Israel, outside of the war, countries like Israel yeah. are, are rebranding themselves. And if you go to Tel Aviv, technology and software development, they are leading. China has Shenzhen as a leader in building devices you know what i'm saying 
So branding is, is not only for companies who are rendering services and it's not only for, uh, 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 for products. You understand? The most important thing is understanding that if there's an audience, there could be a tribe that follows it and you want to service that tribe and you're always serving that tribe. You know, information, you serve mm. with information, you serve it yeah. with uh, uh, privileges, you serve it with that kind of stuff. You understand? That mm. becomes, and people need to feel important. Once they feel attached to whatever your offering is, you're able to build a brand. Where there's a country, where there's a town, whether it's a city, a municipality, it doesn't matter. It's a product, it doesn't matter. The audience are the most important thing. It's, that is everything. And the audience are the fuel. They fuel your business because yeah. we're talking about them, right? Is that, yeah. I always give an example. If you have a car, right? Yeah. You have, the, you have a Bugatti. If there's no yeah. fuel in that Bugatti, that Bugatti yeah. is an ornament in your yard. It's a vase in your yard. It's a sculpture in your yard. As long as it yeah. can't move. So people yeah. build beautiful offices and build, have beautiful logos and beautiful websites. But you don't have a sense of audience. You don't know who you're solving a, a problem for and how you're solving it, how you make their lives easier. Who's your audience? Understand your audience first as a small business, as a big business, as a medium business. Understand your audience. And that's, that is gold. That will allow you because they, when they fuel you, you have continu uh, continu continuity, right? You can continue the next day because they will give you your money. They'll be always willing to give you your money because when they come back to you to say, oh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, whatever I'm doing, right? I have a new product that I'm launching. Matthew has developed my, my initial brand strategy yeah. and he did my logo and he helped me build my website. I'll go back to him to have a conversation about the, 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 the new product or the new service I want to offer to see how I then fit it in. And if my customer base will need it. Yeah. And definitely. if they can utilize it and how can they utilize it? You understand? So all of that behavioral science is, becomes important as brain train has elaborated, but yet again, at the same time, understanding your audience is everything because they are tribe and you feed them. You need to feed them with information yeah. and continue continuously feeding them with, uh, with, with the service and making their lives easy and being great at it. Be, be the best yeah. possible person to do that for them. Be consistent all the time. If I know, if I go to ShopRite and I know that I can get, I'm just trying to think of a, a product. If there's a specific product like uh, Island Juice or something like that, and I know mm. I'm not going to get it at Woolies. I trust they've serviced me, right? They, I know for sure, for sure, I'll always get my Island Juice from those people. So treat yeah. your audience as fuel for your business because without fuel, nothing moves. Your business won't move forward. You won't see the future. And we've become the, the uh, statistic. You know me, I've always been posting about these uh, statistics, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to be part of that 80 to 70% to failure rate within 24 months. And you don't want to be the 1% 10 years later. Branding becomes the core issue because a lot of businesses open and then they do 10 things. They go horizontal, right? They go mm. 10 things. The guy is a catering services. He's in construction. He, he has a, a shop. He's supplying sanitizer. <laughs> and he also does napkins. He does masks. Mm. And he also supplies crayons. Who yeah. is your audience? Who are you, who are you solving a problem for? Everyone? It's a lie. 
we know it's a lie, right? Because we yeah. know that you can't be everything yep. to, everyone. to everyone. That's true. And that's all we have for today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on all our social medias to get alerts on this type of content at Like Minds Tribe. Visit our website to sign up to be part of our community. It's www.likemindstribe.co.za. And that's all from me, your host, Matthew Rolls, signing up.